Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get the cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy all-in-one solution that will restore your cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. A production of Dirty Mo Media. There he is. Come on in here, buddy. Have a seat. Hey, everybody. Glad you tuned in. It's time for another episode of the Dale Jr. Download. Mike Davis, Dale and Hart Jr. in the Bojangle Studio. We've got a great guest today. Well, how, how you doing, Red? I'm doing fine right now. This They're is every like... week, okay, bud? <laughs> Buckle in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you died on that hill. Yep. You, your career died on that hill, and you were hard-headed. You're a bigger idiot. I didn't even think about it. No. You thought about it and didn't ask That it. makes me the bigger idiot. I think so. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. Welcome back to another episode of the Dale Jr. Download here on Thursday, August the 10th, 2023 in the Bojangle studio with my co-host Mike Davis and we've got a great guest, Shane Van Gisbergen is coming on uh, to talk to us about his um, his past experiences uh, in Chicago. We've heard a lot of rumors, Mike, about what's going on with his career and what could be happening and he's racing this weekend at Indy, so he's back. He's racing at a couple racetracks, not just the Indy Road Course in the Cup Series, but IRP Friday night. That's a big deal, too. So, you know, he said that he wants to come over here full time. We're going to obviously talk to him about that. But uh, this weekend is going to be a big weekend for SVG. Yes, yeah, so we got to thank Ally for helping bring the guest segment to us every single week. Uh, Ally has just done so much for NASCAR. They do a lot for the industry as a whole. Major sponsor in, in, in the Cup level. Uh, for Hendrick Motorsports, and they support us here at uh, Dirty Mo Media and at the Dale Jr. Download. And um, so, again, we're going to try to make Shane an ally today. We're going to have a great conversation with him. Let's get him in the room and get started. Five to go here in Chicago. He's going to have to be perfect. Here he comes, battle for the lead. Shane Van Gisbergen to the inside and to the lead on turn two. The 91 back to the inside into turn four. The crossover move. He is now clear into the lead. Gisbergen off of turn five. Down the long straightaway. It has been 60 years since a driver has won in their series debut. He comes to the checkered flag. He won the very first street race. experience in the crowd out here like this was so cool and that's what you dream of so hopefully i can come and do more welcome man right here this is you right here hop down and put your headphones on you like it man's wearing his shirt let's see it he's got his shane man gisbergen shirt hey proud so so, who's pronouncing your name right and who's pronouncing it wrong? Have you been keeping tabs? Yeah, you were pretty good. I was good. Yeah, There's no for, way. You just forgot the van every time. I did. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't pronounce current so, NASCAR drivers' names right, so there's no way he got yours right. Yeah. yeah. Close. So though. the van is that like an odd middle name, or is that just part of the last <laughs> That's name? Part of my last. Part name, of yeah. your last name. 
I wore it loud here, so it's easy. Yes, SVG. Very right. cool. Not G, not J. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Mike. Right. Yeah, Latart was doing the J. Yeah. So, man, um, first off, thanks for being here. Um, you've been traveling all over, doing everything, and you're a busy guy. Yeah. Uh, thanks for carving out a little bit of time for us today. It's no problem. Thanks for when, having me. Yes, sir. When did you get back into the States? Uh, Sunday morning. Yeah, okay. So. And you're in the middle of your season at Supercar. Yeah. Our, our season's pretty long. We have 12 weekends, starts start of March, ends in December. So yeah. it's a long year, pretty spread out at the moment. But um, but yeah. you won. You won this past weekend, right? Last weekend we did, Last yeah, weekend. So, so uh, you... you, you celebrated a little bit and then and then uh got on the airplane and come over here what happened yeah well we didn't celebrate too much we had no? like a we do sponsor ride days after so we had to take passengers the next day so i couldn't celebrate too much but um it was good we've had a tough couple of rounds so yeah well you you would i didn't know if 11 races is actually considered a drought but would you consider 11 race drought because you that was your fourth win but you had gone a few months without a victory i it other people say so but we've still been getting a lot of podiums and stuff so absolutely it's been going good points yeah. wise yeah right on yeah so hey um when did you start racing in supercar in supercar middle of 2007 so okay. i've been doing it a while now yeah, yeah. I, when i was 18 i moved to australia where were yeah. you oh in new zealand, new zealand yeah. so what did you race in new zealand uh so i started in speedway and quad bikes when what's i was that? younger what's speedway speedway is like quarter midget so like a mini speed car or midget yeah. car and um yeah i was eight when i started and yeah i grew up what's speedway over here it was quarter midgets, right is that it's you, quarter midgets yeah is it it's dirt on, or on, on dirt quarter, so yeah quarter so, mile track yeah yep so when i went over there um i went in 06 i think to uh to hang out with paul morris oh yeah yeah and um yeah it's yeah. good times and uh took a bunch of my <coughs> friends and we went to uh watch the outlaws race at a dirt track and we went over to paul's place and run his cars a little bit and then yep. we went to phillip island for the for the for the for the race for the v8 supercar yeah, cool. race saw the utes run which is this little uh s10 pickup truck yeah they call them trucks there don't they yeah, yeah. yeah. and um the utes have dude the utes are badass they um so everything i'm gonna ramble like crazy but uh everything that australia does with cars even like their their road cars they they do w really well and so the ute is the truck over there it's like an s10 it's all lowered to the ground ground effects it's got like a corvette engine they don't sell anything stripped down they don't sell any car low options right everything's got the biggest motor you can buy it's got everything's got the best wheels right all like yep. the um the holden car ends up becoming uh the pontiac g8 over here right and so i bought a whole i bought a pontiac g8 and then bought all the from australia to turn <laughs> it back into it. a home <laughs> and yeah oh, cool. i still got it i was wondering if you still had hell it. yeah i man. haven't seen it it's awesome and so uh i'm a huge fan of of v8 supercars and big you know a big supporter of all the things y'all do and yeah. um you remember owen kelly yeah, yeah. So yeah. he came over here. You know this, right? I'm yeah. sure. But he came over here and lived for a while and raced our late model stock car. That's right. Yeah. And won at Caraway. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm telling you, man, a couple things go just the right way for him. And I think he'd still be here racing in Xfinity or Cup Series. It was only a couple of years ago he'd still come and do the Xfinity yeah. stuff. I gave him a call before Chicago just for some tips and what how it say? all works. Oh, just he sort of just told me how to fit in, you know, yeah. just all the terminology and there's no understeer or oversteer here it's loose and tight yeah just small things like that and yeah yeah he he loves it here he was full encouraging me to go and do it where yeah. is owen these days he's in tasmania now where no, is he? melbourne melbourne it's marcus really? ambrose is tasmania marcus yeah. is in tasmania yeah. well anyways i um so i went to australia in 06 i think <laughs> chevrolet was creating chevrolet was building the new or testing the new camaro that we, you know the old camaro but back then it was the Camaro was coming back yep. and they're like man we want you to go to australia i'm like hell yeah i'm taking all my buddies we got we packed a plane we packed we got mr h's plane it's a big giant plane flew about 10 of my buddies over there um soon as we land owen's there don't know owen oh, but yep. crusher and um paul morris are like you need to you know owen's going to show you around as soon as you hit the ground and mm -hmm. so um but we had a blast man it was a great time and so when I heard you were coming over here, and obviously Marcus had a great, you know, run with us in NASCAR, and and he was big, he was really helpful in getting me that trip to Australia and make sure I was connected to the right people. Cool. cool. But we're really excited about having you part of our part of our 
part of our deal, man, to have have you come over here and race. I was just excited for you to to come compete. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you went to Chicago. When you go, what did you do to prepare before you got in the car that weekend? Uh, pretty much as much as I could. I watched all the film I could. Obviously, there was nothing from that track, but um, I just watched um, it was Sonoma. I watched Coda first, and that was just mayhem. I was yes. wondering what I'd got myself into. Yeah. But then, yeah, Sonoma was a pretty good race, and you're just trying to learn how the cars race, how the drivers race, and then, yeah, getting over here, just learning the team. Did a lot of simulator stuff. and Was that helpful, simulator? Yeah, definitely was, yeah. Okay. The car, the track was a little different, I guess, because they didn't have the surface yep. right yet. But it's good just to get an idea of even just how to talk to the crew chief, to talk to Darian and the engineers and stuff, just to learn how the dynamic of it all works. Yeah. But it was difficult. There's not much practice here. Like nope. We have a lot more practice when to, get, to learn a new track especially, so... I think it was extra for chicago but still only 30 minutes or something yes so. very brief well i mean Pretty the difficult. thing that blows everyone's minds over here is just the, the change in in the side of the car that you're driving on and the shifting yeah. but you actually didn't seem like that was the biggest hurdle am i right yeah well, i drive gt3 cars a bit they're left-hand drive and my rally car last year was left-hand drive and that was a sequential as well so so that wasn't as big a deal as we, we were impressed though i like we thought that was amazing <laughs> i'll take it i'll <laughs> take, take it, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah but it, it was a struggle because the nascar is so wide and, <laughs> I, and on the walls yeah the car is so far away from you so on the right handers wow. especially i struggled getting close to the walls there and i forget the corner but before you go out by the fountain where chase had the accident that wall was very hard to to judge yeah right yeah right yeah so a lot of people were um a lot of people are making a big deal out of heel and toe <laughs> and so um yeah. you know healing so before we you know 25 years ago before we made transmissions that would allow you to not use a clutch to shift right mm. every driver in the cup series let's say 86 87 had to heel and toe you had to yep. you tear the transmission wear it out dog bone, yep. yeah and so um but we did it out of necessity Whereas, um, and help me if I'm you know, clean this up for me, I guess I watched. Yep. So there was a bit of a debate uh, about two or three, four years ago in the supercar about paddles and yep. um, shifting and how that would affect and take away some tools, right? And hill and toe. And so Paul uh, put this video out That's driving right. around his course, showing like why heel and toe is important and why it makes a driver unique and how mm. a driver uses it to change the balance of the car. Yep. I'd never heard it. I'd never knew that, right? Yeah. Well, we need it in our things because we have a solid axle, a lock differential. So you're trying to run as much rear brake as possible to turn the car and use the brake to turn it. So you can use the clutch to take away a bit of rear brake in the straight line and stop the rear locking. Yeah. I could use it a bit in the NASCAR, but obviously that diff is more open. So it's not as critical, but I saw a lot of people were struggling on the bumps you know with was that rare, with rare, for me I, well for me it's just normal but i guess it did it was a bit helpful but so if it's a if there's a lot of content in the track um it would definitely be helpful be yeah. helpful all the bumps you can just dip the clutch over the bumps and it takes away all the compression so wow mm. it does make a big difference okay yeah. Yeah. um so i guess it, it yeah in a braking zone that gets ripples and so forth you know you get a lot of content in some of the yeah. braking zones some of the racetracks yeah. yeah, I was really impressed by that. I, I mean, I kept texting back and forth with Paul about it, and um, he was giving me some great information. Um, but I felt like, you know, trying to help people understand how heel and toe, it's a habit if you're racing a car that has to be used that way with the transmission to keep the transmission from blowing up. But it's also, you know, trying to help people understand how you can affect the balance of the car, and, and it and it kind of turns the car into the corner yeah it's Uh, also what i'm used to like when i go and drive a gd3 car i still right foot brake you know left foot's probably faster but out of habit it's what i'm used to braking with my right foot so yeah for this weekend in the truck i think i got a left foot brake and loaded up it's like it's a new skill i gotta learn yeah yeah Yeah. so that'll be interesting man when you go what oval experience do you have Uh, i started speed i did speedway when i was a kid and then over last summer i did some sprint car stuff so but yeah, I haven't done a pavement one. So. Where did you run sprint cars? At Western Springs, which okay. is where I grew up racing. It okay, was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's all dirt. Yeah. <laughs> which is fine because I mean, you know, we got a lot of guys that are that are very very good in our in our in our Cup Series that came from dirt and they they adapted pretty well. What are you worried about? 
when you're you're going to you're going to IRP. Yep. In a truck, a uh, little bull ring, flat, odd corners, weird groove, uh, multiple ways to get through the corner. Yep. So I watched the race coming over here, and uh, it doesn't look like they race with a lot of respect for each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's completely different, and there's no rules about it if mm-hmm. you take someone out really. But, right. Uh, you got to do something pretty bad to get in trouble. But yeah, it looks like carnage and quite tough running up by the wall and stuff. It's just going to take time. And yeah. I sat in the truck yesterday and I arrived there and the left front wheel looks like it's broken already, hanging off. <laughs> the camber. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a completely different world. Yeah. But looking forward to trying it, seeing what it's like. And the pit stop stuff, that's pretty difficult for me. Normally we oh, press right. the button and just hold our foot flat. And, ah, yeah, so maintain yeah, the speed. Yeah, so I lost, road. I lost a little bit at chicago on one of the stops so i got to get better at that and yep. yeah just understand how it all works and it's probably a good place to have a first race doesn't look too fast and too much banking but the carnage might be a bit much i'm assuming you were able to do some pit stop practice though while you're here have you been yep. doing that yes i'll do some this afternoon in the okay. cup car and yeah it's completely different normally all the guys are there already waiting out for me and the first time they jumped over the wall, it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was locked up, and they're like, no, don't don't even worry about it. If you hit us, it's our fault. So, <laughs> it's no. way different. Yeah. So, yeah, I would tell you, man, the, uh, I always erred on the conservative side on my pit road speed because the penalty is really Huge, severe, yeah. right, yeah. having to come down pit road, and it ruins the race for you mm-hmm. because of how competitive the fields are. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I would be – you know, I would I would be fine if you were conservative if I was working on your car. But, yeah, um, yeah I think um, racing, you know, you're going to try to gain some experience on the ovals. If you're given more opportunities, you're going to take them. I can't think of a more – yeah, I could. But IRP is very challenging, as you said. Like, yep. um, not only is the racing aggressive, not only are the truckers rough and tough, you know, beating on each other and stuff, but the – the way you get around that track is is kind of wonky you know it's kind of mm. weird um how you drive the racetrack and yeah normally i'm always trying to hit the apex or the shortest way around it looks like the opposite right yeah, yeah. and there's multiple there's multiple there, you can move that apex wherever you want mm. at that track right depending on the balance of your truck and so um it's not as straightforward as a lot of ovals right is it because the surface is better or there's more banking up there how does it work yeah i think it's because it is there's a little more banking in the top groove and so if you need to put the right rear up there and get some turn you know if you need to drift up there if your truck's turning too good you certainly don't want to get up on that you want to kind of hang lower and run run tighter um getting up underneath people that was the hardest part at irp for me was once you run a guy down but then when you try to go low to pass him, he's got the momentum on the top, right? And he can he can make it really hard, and not getting not getting into the corner too hard and getting loose and and backing myself in the fence. That's like the common mistake at RP, is once you catch somebody and try to go past them, is you drive into the corner and, and get loose under them, right? Because yep. it's flat and almost almost a little bit of opposite bank on that left front or that that lower groove, and so you can get in there and get the thing backwards, and then you're backing into the fence. <laughs> So, um, sounds sound fun. fun. <laughs> sounds pretty challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did yeah. he just fix all your nerves? Now you feel good about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does look hard to pass. From it's what I saw, it's very hard to pass. You, you get pinched up pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, and that's. I think that's why you have to be aggressive. Um, and you know, people will take advantage of your your inexperience. You know. Yeah, and I'm so, sure that'll yeah. happen. Yeah. So that you'll just have to like know that that's coming. Mm. Um, Give it to him back. Yeah, you <laughs> I know, don't want to do that yet. <laughs> if you watched, if you watched Coda, right, you saw a lot of those guys get taken advantage of, right? Yep. They weren't, they had no idea how bonkers that in, that entry to one was going to be on those restarts late yeah. in the race. The I, intensity completely changes in the third stage. Yeah, like the start of our race was pretty cruisy at Chicago, and I let someone go, and I think it was Tyler Reddick. He let me go back, and then at the end, after one of the restarts, it was just it was like a, sw- <laughs> a switch was flipped. And yes. It was nuts. Yeah. So that's that's another thing. Yeah. So stage one, like with the beginning of the race, everybody's cool. Hey, we got a ways to go, you know. And then yeah. stage two, it's like, yeah, we're still you still want to survive. Everybody take care of each other. And then like stage three, it's like, screw you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> screw everybody. Um, and especially like at uh, at Indy, Indy's going to be very similar. Turn one to Indy is very similar to Coda, right? Yeah. Wide racetrack, bottleneck down into nothing. Yeah. Um, I think they've moved the restart zone. They did. Said, but I, I was most worried about that joining double file restart and you get stuck on the outside looks like it's all over for you so 
yeah. with a different position, it might be a bit better. Hopefully that change in the start finish or the restart zone, moving that around yep. a little bit is going to improve things. Yeah. It's exciting to watch, but being, <laughs> being, being in it, you probably don't want to be. On That's the a great outside. point. Yeah. So as a broadcaster, um, some of that is good. Like some of, I, you know, obviously you want some, you know, the mm. stage three to be crazy. You want that wild restart. But I think yeah. what we're saying, what we saw at Coda, we don't, nobody wants. Yeah. yeah. Nobody much. wants that. Do we have a <laughs> reputation to, uh, for, for being idiots? Oh, not idiots, road but courses. being aggressive, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like every highlights reel you see, like the most, not the best one ever, I think, is that Watkins race with Marcus and Brad yes. and Kyle. That was, oh, so, that was, that was loose, insane. but that was amazing. But yeah. at the same time, dude, when I started watching V8 supercars back in the early 2000s, that y'all drove the same way. Similar, yeah. But now, now the, like, the contact's way down compared to yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, like I got a little bump last week when someone brake tested me prop them up and i bumped them a little bit and yeah straight away a penalty so it's but, completely di- completely <laughs> different yeah. I, I, I was watching a race with you and brody uh i think it was earlier this year at perth yeah that was awesome and, and, they, and it was insane racing you were yeah. right on his tail yeah. you gave him nudge you, there was yep. some contact yeah right? and he was blocking and that was great but then it's like whatever mood the guy's in today he's penalizing tomorrow he's not so yeah as uh. a driver you have <laughs> no i you have no idea what no you clue. can do or not but yeah. that perth race was it's like the most watched race, the best supercars race in years. Sick. And it was sick. Now they've changed it, yeah. How much have you talked to Brody about this weekend? Yeah, a little bit. We race a lot um, on the sim together and stuff, and then every week in supercars. And Yeah, he's he's going to be really good this you weekend, think? I think. Yeah, Those I, cars were good there last year. We, um, we sort of handicapped Kobayashi, you, and, and, and Brody. Okay. And so... Do you you you're pretty aware of Kobayashi, right? And his yeah. speed, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I heard his. Have you heard about his tests? No, I heard it was lights out. Where would he test? I don't know exactly, but I heard compared to, I guess I just heard that his speed was pretty ridiculous. Mm. So I I was I watched him in some IMSA races doing the broadcast for the 24 hours of Daytona and stuff, and the guy's a phenomenal just very freak, fast, yeah. right? Yeah, I think he'll be good. He'll be tough. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think Jensen's doing it again as well, isn't it? That's so, right. Yeah, it's a few. Yeah, a few of us now. Yes, mm. but I think you know, you're in a great car. Kobayashi's in a really good car as well. Um, Brody's car, I think, will be good. Um, I'm not. I mean, if I, if you put the same driver in all three cars, I think you know RCR is going to be pissed at me. But I think that that car is just a tenth or two off. Really? Okay. Yeah, the third RC. They were pretty fast there last year, weren't they? But. Yeah, but. Things are, I don't know. It's the third car. It's it's not the top car. It's not the A car. Okay. And Brody, you know, I mean, I know he's got some oval or stock car experience. It's not going to be completely foreign to him. And he's been running tons of sim for RCR. So yep. maybe I'm handicapped him a little hard. But I'll be um, I'll be curious, I yeah. guess, as to how he'll run. And he's he doesn't take any stick, so he'll be not afraid to give it back. Oh, is that up. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Tell yeah. us about it. Is, 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 <laughs> he'll dish it out. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not scared, so it'll be very good. He doesn't really um, I shouldn't say he doesn't care, but he's he's all in. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. He'll be if, good to watch. Seems like I yeah. in my mind though, it's like that's all Australians, all New Zealand. Y'all are just <laughs> all like that. Willpower. Yeah. 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 All of y'all are the same in terms of like. Uh, we're pretty reserved like the racing rules are so strict like you see here you see the races here it's nothing we don't get that messy yeah. i don't think it yeah. used to be oh, all right. <laughs> do, do you do you guys feel that shane's success at chicago adds pressure to the brody kostecki's and the kobayashi like do they actually now have it feels like the the, the supercar series and i and i want to ask you about supercar series but like it feels like you really elevated the supercar series just by coming over here and winning chicago right and then i wonder if I mean, you and I, Dale, we're we're sitting here excited about Shane being back in the race and Brody and all this, and, we, and I'm just wondering if there's pressure on all of those guys to kind of come in here because of your victory. I guess there's expectation. Like, you come in and win a race, you're expected to do well at the next one. So makes it tough, I guess, on those guys because Brody's ahead of me in the championship. So he's a good driver. He's going to be, um, you know, they'll be expecting him to do pretty well. But how we go we have no idea this track's gonna be tough like yeah the street circuit was perfect for me no one knew it i race street tracks a lot whereas here they've been here the last three years i think this race has been going for they know uh, they got a lot more information about it it'll be yeah. tough it'll be tough and we only have 20 minutes practice it's gonna be difficult i think everybody said you know after chicago they were like yeah well, if he comes back and he runs a track that we know what the results will be somewhat different but to your point, man, I didn't even think about that. Like your race, your practice was, was will be super limited, 
Yeah. Everybody's going to have all kinds of experience and knowledge. And But I believe by yeah. the end of the race, man, I mean, you've got it all figured out. Yeah, hopefully. How? But, I mean, how how much, how big was, how broad was the swing of progression from the start of the race at Chicago to the end, right? Yeah. And your speed and your ability, knowledge of the braking performance and all the things. Yeah, like I, I was quite weak in under braking mainly in qualifying. And then in the race, I just learned more and more every lap, particularly right. when it dried out and I kind of got in a spot where I had the track to myself and just I tried some things mm. and got better and better. Yeah. And then by the end of the race, I was fine. But it's just there's so many little nuances about this car and trying to learn how it works. And yeah. it's a it's a pretty different tire, how it works. The tire is really good compared to what we have, but it's difficult how, how it works and just trying to learn. And there's yeah. no um, no tire pressure rule here, so you're running the thing so low. And when you leave the pit lane on the low tires, it feels like Walling something's wrong. Around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy, but you get so much performance from it. Mm. So, um, do you think you take anything from your experience here back home uh, to help you in the V8 supercar? There's a little bit of stuff like the preparation here is awesome. Like the the cars, Sim and all, the all the stuff you do during the week. You mean? Yeah, the simulator the stuff, driver? the preparation, and the pre-race stuff. Um, the cars here are relatively simple, I guess, but all the little details matter like they the what the crew chief does and all the sim the engineering like it's pretty it's at a very high level here and stuff like we haven't really seen before so my engineer in australia he came over with me and he learned a lot as well so in in chicago yes yeah yep. so and he was able to help a little bit with i guess philosophies for street mm. circuit stuff and you know he would have learned some stuff as well is nah. he back for this weekend no he didn't come this no. weekend so we he, he can't really help you at indy <laughs> no well, we're racing again next week so That's who did you bring his name's andrew edwards no so. who did you bring this time uh it's just myself this time by yourself yeah and ainsley who looks after all the social social side of things yep. but yeah just me Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Everybody says very loosely that the next-gen car in the Cup Series was built and based off of a lot of ideas from the supercar. Yeah. Um, now that you, you know them both really well, are they that similar? Yes and no. They're, they are in some parts with the way the chassis is. Uh, so, you know, it's the same between everyone. All the components are the same and the front and rear clips. Yeah, they're pretty similar in some ways, but the weight of the car is... It's 300 kilos, I think. Mm. I don't know the conversion, sorry. Yeah, but me neither. There's so much heavier. The tire's much wider and all the downforce underneath with the underbody and whereas ours is on the top with the big wings. So the way they drive and react is very different, yeah. especially because of the spool diff we have. Like our cars don't don't turn. So you're constantly trying to get turn in them, whereas these cars, it looks like you're trying to get rear grip on exit with yeah. all the power. Right. So it's very different. But yeah, I guess the overall concept is... Similar. Similar, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you're racing in the truck series, uh, and what other what other opportunities or conversations are going on in terms of this year, outside of this weekend coming up? I think that'll probably be it for, for this year. No! Uh, yeah. I, Come on! I, I'm not too sure. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed myself here. Like, yeah. I, I did a few Rolex 24s and North American Endurance, and I forgot how fun it is over here. And <laughs> When did you run Rolex? Uh, 2014, I think was my first one and 2020 was the last one. Yep. So I did it a few times. Okay. So, yeah. Just, I love the style of racing here and yeah, it's been a bit difficult, I guess, in Australia or a bit different after doing well the last couple of years and the way the sports changed. It's like, oh, it's kind of entertaining now to come here and maybe try something else. So that's a great point. Um, the fact that the fact that the next gen car is now independent rear diff or in, in i mean independent rear suspension the way mm. this thing's built much more similar to the supercar but also more similar to anything out there in yeah. road course racing it's more relative yeah that's why we're seeing guys like you kobayashi and other people more interested or eager to take opportunities and come run yeah well even seeing that truck yesterday and all the bits that are on it how they make it turn and all the technology like it's so far and it would be 
so difficult to come and just run those cars where right. you're right like the new next gen thing so it's more relative to the rest of the world and the independent rear end like it feels like a normal race car when you're when you're driving around so yeah which i'm sure the truck's not going to feel normal it's going to those things are going to yeah. take a while to get used to yeah it's kind of it, it'll have a lot of similarities because the tire uh you know the tire will have a little taller sidewall they'll that that sort of low air pressure wallowing around and all that thing all that stuff's going to be yeah. there as well but um i think it'll be somewhat similar but uh yeah the truck the truck's going to be a little bit different yeah yeah, I had some good chats with Marcus about it, and he's in a similar position where he just won his two championships and then, you know, the sport was a bit different and he was looking for something else. And, yeah, he said he's, it's pretty similar, our stories. And, um, yeah, he just had to he come over here and he just loved it. And what was just, his advice? Just get over here as soon as you can. Go and give it a crack. you got plenty of years left. And yeah. just go and get amongst it, live, live over here and – yeah, just embed yourself in the lifestyle. It, and yeah. that's your plan, right? I mean, I've seen that. I've read it recently. You you want to come over here and do this full-time, right? Yeah, coming here just opened my eyes. Like yeah. the, I watched it, obviously, but never been to a race. And going to Nashville, it was like, it was a whole new world. Like, how long has this been going on? It was, <laughs> it, was, it was epic. And, like, my partner and I, we were just walking around the track, and we just went, walked up to the backstretch wall right on the track and just watching yeah. the cars go by. It was it was epic. Like, yeah. You know, and seeing all the fans on the fence, like parked up in the motorhomes, right on the fence, like. And then Trackhouse wins. <laughs> yeah, like I obviously lived all the highs. You know, they won <laughs> yeah, that race, right. won Chicago. I haven't seen any lows yet, but yeah, yeah <laughs> I right. just, I just had an awesome time, and you know, it was. Um, all right, it, so what's your plan? We got to just go would, ahead and roll yeah. out the plans. <laughs> Let me ask you this: what would what what would be the best scenario for you? Right. Uh, I don't think I could jump straight into the cup stuff. You need a lot of time to come here adjust to the lifestyle see how it all works you know i'm used to driving 12 to 18 weekends a year not 36 so mm -hmm. it'd be a big adjustment and then learning all the oval stuff how it all works and the routine so i need a lot of learning time and um yeah trying to work through it with justin that's who i'd love to be with like the track house team is is awesome i really enjoyed my time with them and you know way listening to how justin speaks and what his plans are it's, yes it's pretty motivating and something i want to be a part of so I think that is the perfect scenario and situation for all the yep. things that you're going to need to do and learn. Yep. I think that Justin's sort of vision and his ambition would really yep. match well with what needs to happen for you. And he's done it himself from circuit stuff. Great he point. went and did a bit of oval, so he knows what I'm going to go through. So he'll be very good for some advice as well, and he'll know that I need a bit of time and to be patient. So yeah. to have someone who's going to afford to give you that patience would be would be awesome. Yeah. So – you know, you have a whole career going on in Australia. How do you yep. how do you how do you make these decisions? When do you make these decisions? Yeah, I think I'm working with the team now because earlier in the year I signed a deal to to carry on for for one year at least, and then yeah, I didn't ex obviously expect the NASCAR race to go so well, and it has been a bit of a struggle there with the way the series is at the moment. With it's not as enjoyable, so. And what's going on? Yeah, why? Oh, why I just that? just the new car and stuff, and there's so much background. What's different about the car? Uh, they changed it, a whole new chassis and concept, yep. and everyone's the same, same parts. It's very similar to here. Like, yeah, yeah. It, sounds like, it sounds like Cup Series. <laughs> a year delayed, but, um, yeah, when you read all the articles from last year about the driver's problems and stuff, it's very similar, you know. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, like the qualifying there is awesome, but the racing sucks. It's so boring. Like you're driving around at 30% trying to keep the tires, and everyone's just following each other. And all the parts are the same, and the car's got a very narrow setup window everyone's running the same setup basically and there's a minimum tire pressure rule of 17 pound so everyone goes out on 17 they come on at the same time drive around at the same pace and yeah. the tire just explodes because it's running too high and you just follow each other around it's mind-numbing so wow yeah so i come here and like the race is just a hustle the whole time you're just driving flat out and <laughs> that's what i love yeah yeah you know it's interesting because you know paul morris has been sort of I guess critical is the is the right word. I mean, he was very vocal as he always is. Yeah. Especially after your win, he was vocal about some of the, we'll call them some of the imperfections mm. of the supercar series. I mean, was he right? I, In some ways, like I think fundamentally, it's an awesome car. It's just it needs time and changes, and it'll come. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's like you've gone through such a high in your career, and now it's like I don't know. It's, yeah, if you're gonna make cool. a change, these are probably now a good time. Yeah. yeah. And all right, so. Um, so you have to work 
you you have to figure out a way to work out from under the current contract. Yeah, but my team is awesome. They're, you know, they're like, I, I've heard I've heard you know, quotes and so forth. They're like, hey, you know, yep. if he wants to do it, we're not going to hold him back. Exactly. And all, all the bosses you speak to, like from the main one, I got a text after the race. He's like, you got to get over there next year. So, there you go. Oh, that's so they're nice. fully supportive, which is awesome. But i got to get, you know, there's got to be another driver to fill the seat. It's the best team in the, in the pit lane. So. Do you know who that is? They just announced it, didn't they? Uh, I don't think that's official. Oh. That's just oh. gossip. Yeah. <laughs> What's the gossip? Uh, they're saying Will Brown, and I know is he's he good. Like, yeah, he's very good. Yeah. He's second in championship. Okay. So there's like three or four <laughs> guys on the short list, okay. and you know I know he's one of them, but they don't have anyone official right. yet that I know of. So, but yeah, the articles yesterday I read them, and do you get that to influence me, that decision? No, no, but not at all. That gives me a bit of hope that there's someone good going to be there, and I feel better about about leaving. Yeah, yeah, that's important, mm. I guess. Um, yeah. So, do you? Um, what all has to come with you? If you're gonna you're gonna move over here, yeah. right? Yeah. What are you What are you bringing? Uh, just my partner Jess and um, our dog. I guess that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. That's it. A couple of suitcases. We'll yeah. be We'll be away. And you'll um, buy a home, I imagine. Uh, probably not to start no. with. I guess rent yeah. something or rent look something. around. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Dale's, Dale's got some rental properties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. Half hey, the NASCAR Cup Series has lived with Dale's uh, in his rental houses yeah. at one point or another. <laughs> Ross, oh, was yeah. a, Ross was Ross uh, was Ross a rented Ross yeah. rented from us literally up until just a couple years ago. Hell, he <laughs> still might. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ross was a Ross was in one of my rentals like about a mile from my house forever. Okay, oh, long, yeah. yeah, it seems like probably the best way years. to do it. Figure out where you, where you yeah. want to be and he could tell what's you cool around here. We're, we're we're good to rent from. Yeah. <laughs> he, right. could, he could let you know. He'll be your teammate. testimonial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. yeah, well, and yeah, and and I guess Paul and Owen would tell you what it's like. They've hanging, stayed hanging there. around us. Maybe you don't want to. <laughs> maybe you don't want to go. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard some stories. So. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Yeah, um, those are some good times. They were good times. These questions are tough because. I want to ask you whether you like, you know, you're going to think, you know, you think truck racing, Xfinity racing, how do you get this oval experience, right? Yeah. I don't fully know. You yet. don't know no, because no. you, you know, you're going to go drive a truck in, in IRP for the very first time. Yeah. I might hate it, but yeah, who knows? You yeah. might. I mean, I, you know, I think you would just, I don't want you to get out and go, ah, f you know, that sucked. I, <laughs> yeah. I, Cause I mean, the racing's, it's going to be frustrating, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's going to take a long it time. It is going to take a long time. And watching Nashville, you don't see the stuff that you see on TV. Like I was taking note of Daniel cause he had to start in the back of a yep. backup and just seeing those guys scrapping for everything for 85th. It looked like, yeah. and they're just dog fighting. The racing yeah. in the back half of the field is more intense. Yep. Yeah, it was crazy to watch. Yeah. And that was three wide, but you don't really see that. They're kind of all stuff. they're all taking advantage advantage yeah. of each other, putting yeah. each other in bad situations. But it looked awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks great. I, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like I never wanted to, you know, come and race NASCAR, but doing that, like I was itching to get out there. Yeah. It looked looked like fun. Man. It's fascinating because um I think myself and I think a lot of people want to see this work. And a lot of people want to want to see cuz man, Marcus was awesome. He was. Marcus was such a great guy. Yeah, he was yeah. so great to have around. Uh, our, you know, and he was successful. He was fast. Yeah, I don't think he ever won on the oval, but he got a lot Very closer close. and he got a lot more consistent. Yes, like, he was progressing every year. It was, yeah, it was cool to follow that. I yeah. wonder if Marcus has regrets. Maybe he's even expressed them to you. I wonder if he had something that he wished he'd have done a little differently. I don't know. Um, yeah. Did he say anything like that? Like, no, I, not regrets was, as such, but he said it was the best thing he ever did. Was is that right? Was coming here and I'm glad to hear that actually because yeah. he he was a good one, man. Yeah, super yeah. talented. I uh, find it hard to believe that Indy's going to be your last race this year, schedule yeah. wise. We'll see. Schedule yeah. wise, schedule wise, you have breaks, you have opportunities. Yep, for right? sure. It's hard, I guess, with the Cup Series stuff to come in especially in the playoffs like that yeah. means so much to everyone you wouldn't want to come great, in and that's a great point yeah like i know this weekend it's the first playoff race for the trucks as mm -hmm. well and not that i expect to be up front mixing it with them but you still got that in the back of your mind that it's someone's championship you don't want to muck it up so yeah. if i did charlotte roval for example like you wouldn't want to be mixing it with those guys and something go wrong and you wreck someone's year i would yeah. i would hate to do that so that's we'll, absolutely we'll true mm -hmm. um Talk about Bathurst. Yes. So yep. I want to I want to I want to discuss that a little bit because um, I believe that Mount P Panorama and Bathurst 
I, I think that that to me is the most challenging, treacherous, dangerous. Have you been there? Uh, yeah. Well, I drove cool. around it in a rental car. I've <laughs> yeah. never drove a race car around it. On the speed limit, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. I've raced it a many, many laps on, on simulation and video games and all that stuff. But, uh, the, uh, and I've watched a bunch of, you know, bunch of supercar racing. I know Boris went over there. Matt Neal went over there to yep. run. And just mentioning a few guys that were sort of outsiders and how damn challenging it yeah, was for tough. them to find pace. It's very rare. Someone goes good there in the, in the first year never or done two. It, it right? takes a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. it, to me deserves to be like put up put up at the very top in terms of racing venues and that are the most challenging in the world yep um is there anywhere else comparable uh spa's pretty tough i yeah. raced raced there a couple of times and that tracks that tracks pretty tough but bathurst is is it like to do a lap around there on the limit like it's crazy and all the walls on the top of the mountain like you have no room for for error it's, yeah it's pretty tough yeah that's it's one of the coolest places to put a lap down and qualifying when you have that you get into the we call it top 10 shootout so you do your qualifying session the whole field and then the top 10 get into the into the shootout which is on the saturday qualifying's friday night and saturday you have a little practice in the morning you wait around all day and then at five o'clock the shootout starts and the top 10 run in reverse order 10th to first you get a warm-up lap and one lap to to lay it down and um you spend all day thinking about this lap and then you got to go and hit it like it's it's one of the coolest coolest moments ever what, what's the quickest lap you've done because oh. i was watching like i saw scott mclaughlin's yep. uh lap, lap uh, yeah. a few years ago right but maybe it was, i think i've done a mid 203 in a supercar and a 201 something in a gt that's sick. Yeah. but yeah when you do that that race and you got the whole track to yourself and the place is packed it's, it's <laughs> are a, you just it's holding cool your breath Across the top, yeah. Across yeah. the top. Yeah. I mean, it's treacherous. You get to the straight and you're just like <laughs> hanging on. And then right. have a little break, yeah. Right. And then you look at your reference on your on your dash, see if you've done a good lap or not. But you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you have no time to look at no. it across the top. Yeah. Is there a little bit of a desire, even would there be opportunity for you to go back and still race Bathurst, even if you came over here and were doing this full time? I, I of think, course, schedule permitting and all that stuff. Yeah. I think next year, maybe, if I'm doing a partial, it would be good to, to go and race with my current team. I'd love to do, do that, but... Because they have and multiple drivers. They have two so drivers yeah. for Bathurst. So They'd it's love a, to have it. A thousand probably. kilometers, two drivers. Yeah. It's about seven hours, the race. So oh, my God. It'd be cool to do it. Yeah. Yeah. How long are the stints? Like, how long would you uh, be in the car? Uh, probably two and a half hours in the last one. Yeah, the main guy does the whole last bit. Yeah, it's two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I remember driving over there um, in these giant purple, these giant fields of these purple flowers. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of <Dude>. all the things. <laughs> well, I mean, hey all the things it's a long <laughs> it's drive a, to bathurst yeah it's i guess a, so. you got lots of time Mike. oh you're talking about on the way there yes yeah. i see i see yeah it's it's a kangaroo. Huge, i thought you're is it kangaroos you gotta worry about yeah yeah i never we never in the 12 never hour ran across any kangaroos <laughs> that weren't in captivity i guess in the 12 hour this year in the morning stint one yeah. run across the track in front no. of me. yeah like yeah. it's crazy yeah and you wouldn't want to hit one of them. Like we've seen guys hit them and they don't show it on TV, but you go out for the next stint and you can see where it's been hit and there's blood all up the track. Oh, and it's nuts. Like yeah. they, take ca they take cars out of the race. As yeah. if there's not enough to worry about. Then yeah. you got kangaroos <laughs> crossing the track. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, so you're a Red Bull athlete. How long have you been a Red Bull athlete? Uh, since 2016 when yeah. I joined my current team. Yeah. And what would, that, what would happen to that relationship? I don't know. We haven't got there yet, but it would be awesome to have them come over here and get back into NASCAR side of things. And Couldn't agree more. Yeah, like they had a the, – maybe the timing was a bit different, but they had some success in NASCAR. And, yeah, they haven't been here for a couple of years. And hopefully after Chicago that entices them a bit. And maybe next year I'm doing a whole bunch of cool stuff. And, yeah, hopefully they come on board. We'll yeah. see. Mm. Well, man, I can't wait to find out. Um, I guess so is – so when you – with with this potential uh you know opportunity next year yep. uh some interest and in, in possible you know, or 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 an agenda to try to get red bull to want to be a part of whatever that is your win at chicago and how good you were do you feel like um the indie race performance the end result is a big part um, of making all of flipping all of those switches i guess it would help i haven't put pressure on myself to do it like i 
prepared hard and if i go well naturally i think it'll help but yeah yeah and even the truck race i don't i don't know like people are obviously going to look at it and see how i go but yeah you probably can't have that nobody's expecting much no exactly Exactly. so i'm just saying like to be quite honest like whatever happens in the truck race i'm going to look at that and go yeah okay yeah that, that is what it is yeah like i you know i hope to be competitive this weekend there's no reason why i'm yeah. not i mean good good car for the cup race and yeah. awesome team again so i just got to put it all together but results expectations they're obviously going to be pretty high after chicago but you went miss that yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. You, you'll win the race in your first time out yeah it's hard to hard to go um you're not easy on you. you're yeah. not flying under the radar exactly so <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea but for sure it's going to be you know people know who you are now i think half the drivers didn't know who i was so yeah now i'm sure they'll they'll see those yellow stripes and pick on me yeah yeah so all the drivers after chicago got out and just you know were really hard on themselves saying how bad they were and you're going to go home and tell everybody how (laughs) sucky all the cup drivers were (laughs) did you get a laugh out of that yeah i laughed about it but it's not true of course like (laughs) that's what i'm used to those street circuits and i wasn't the fastest car all day like a couple of them ended up in the fence but it was um yeah pretty cool who impressed you on the track uh tyler reddick was very good at the start christopher bell in the wet like we've done a few wet races we don't race in the wet all the time but it's pretty relatively new here i guess to race in the rain and those guys were awesome they were picking the right lines and being patient and you know they led each other through and yeah they just seemed really sharp and switched on with the with the surroundings but everyone i got around when i was passing like everyone had good awareness and no one was just doing stupid stuff. It seemed, yeah. it seemed pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You got Indy Road Course. We'll see some yeah. stupid stuff. Yeah. Watching that race last year was God. crazy. Well, even yeah. the pileup we had at Chicago was nuts. Right. I was cheering. I thought I made 10 spots up, and then they let everyone back through. I, I, didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird, isn't it? Yeah. I thought That's I was, a good point. I thought I got a free kick. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is funny. Well, yeah, that, that was your first introduction into how we uh, govern our, <laughs> our sport. And, Sometimes it's just kind of fly by the seat of our pants. It seemingly seems so. But uh, I'm curious, though, were you – it's interesting. I would take NASCAR fans, and Dale, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, the loyal people. You know, you have somebody come in from Australia or New Zealand, I'm sorry, and and come in and say, win on your first time out. Chase Elliott's like, they're going to think we suck. And and everybody (laughs) – it feels like you've done something that I wouldn't have predicted. And that is you've won over fans. Like people generally love that you're back and we want to see you succeed. Do you get that feeling? Do you, under, do you see that? Yeah. And I think that's the way that Trackhouse tells the story of the project 91 and inviting people to come over, Kimmy, myself, whoever's next for that car, if there's someone else. And the way that it's all put across is, is done very well. Like it's been awesome to see that media side of things and the way we told our story leading up to the race. Like, the support we had was awesome not just from people supporting me in australia and new zealand like i had ford fans saying we were cheering for you last week but not this week you know when yeah. i was back racing <laughs> right. just the support was was awesome like it, it was um yeah it's pretty humbling to see how many people reached out afterwards and before it was it was awesome so uh while the race was going on i was over in turn five at the chicago race and paul's yep. texting me and he says everyone in australia and new zealand's watching this right now <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, he was a hundred. He was so confident you were going to win. And um, so when you did go home, right? Did you? I mean, te- how was how many people in Australia and New Zealand yep. are was, aware of what's going on? It was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> not even. I don't get that for a Bathurst win or championship. How much it blew up? Like, yeah, it was so cool. I guess we haven't had anyone since Marcus go well over here, and it was cool to be a part of. And just all the people that reached out and you know are interested in nascar again they're watching all the races since and get people texting me about it and yeah it's been it's been cool to see there's a ton of pride um like you, you know when i went over there 20 years ago and all the way through marcus's experience here there's a lot of pride in when that if y'all come here or you come here to race that it get that it goes well yeah um where does that come from uh, i guess we just believe in how strong it is our series there like you're all in your little bubble we're in our bubble and you know half the drivers in supercars probably don't know the nascar guys if Mm -hmm. they don't watch it you stick with what you know and our series is pretty good like the top 10 guys are are very good drivers and they could come here and and run a good race like probably like brody's going to so but you know it'd be good to see what nascar guys do if they went down to 
to our world and see yeah. how they went. It'd be, it'd be awesome. Was it that some of Paul's criticism after your race? You yeah, remember we, this? He was like that the Supercar Series makes yeah. that almost impossible for NASCAR racers yeah. to be able to come over. They have some silly super license system, but I think it's gone now. I'm not sure if that was due to it Paul went away. Or, or helps. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was quick. That's An Instagram yeah. post. Wow, the power of Paul's Instagram. There's been a lot about it. Paul was trying to talk years, me but... into coming over and running the the uh, support series. What's it called now? Super Two. Yeah. Yeah, they used to be used to be Dunlop sponsored series. by some, something else. Um, I think it's called the Dunlop Series now. Yeah. yeah. But it's basically older super supercars. Yeah, his son runs in it now, yes. and he's he's Nash. going he's going well. He's getting How better. How is and better. Nash doing? He's awesome, dude. When he I won was, his last race in the I Porsches, was, yeah. yeah, like when I was there, Nash was like five. Yeah, and um, and so I've watched him sort of go up through the like he didn't want to race or piddle with race. He didn't race professionally until no. just like the last. He just started five, again. Yes. Yeah. So it's, we we go to Norwell. Paul's place and do laps there. Yes. Nash is awesome. Like yeah. when we do the driver coaching and we swap where we're going 10th for 10th. Like yeah. He's getting better and better. So. Yeah. And That's he's learning cool. every week. Yeah. Yeah. I see him. Paul's got him driving something different all the time. He's in yeah. Porsches and all Best kinds of Best way to learn. Yeah. 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 He, he was unreal in the Porsches last week. It was yeah. Good. He made the highlight reel every race. He won yeah. two and spun in the last one. But I heard. He come back to finish second though. Yeah. But everyone was watching him. It yeah. Was, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of cars in that race. In the Porsche, yes, yeah, and I it's, saw. It's all levels of drivers in in that series, but yeah. all the top guys are young kids trying to make it. Yeah, it's, just it's like good Nash. to watch. Yeah. yeah, you think Nash is going to get there? I think so. Yeah. And Paul's the perfect person to support him and got all the contacts and stuff. And yep. If he wants to do it, he'll he'll be able to make it happen. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I um, I hope all this works out, man. It's been. Um, you know, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of conversation going on in the background, yeah. and I know you're trying to figure it out. And and you got uh, Justin in you know in your corner, and he's like I said, so ambitious. If anything, if anybody can make this work, and have us a you know Marcus Ambrose 2.0, <laughs> uh, you know, I think he can do it. Yeah, it'd be cool to have a crack. I think. Yeah. yeah. So when do you go home? Right after Indy? Yeah, I race next week in right. in Adelaide. So on monday adelaide's land. another street course no it's no? a circuit now yeah is it the street race is at the end of the year yeah so there's a street course and a yeah it's a it's in tail and bend it's like an hour out of oh, okay. adelaide yeah My they bad. built a new track really it's I very cool that. yeah huh yeah do you have you ever been over to the thunderdome i have yeah we do ride days at calder sometimes yeah and the road course I've, I've there? Never, yeah i've never driven yeah. around the oval though yeah it's uh i've done a drift event there but we used never. to do a tv show called <laughs> lost speedways and that would be like the epic be perfect, episode yeah. of lost speedways they have a big oval mm-hmm. over there yeah. you know about it mike no but tell me so back in the 80s they built this oval um kind of like charlotte motor speedway okay i think it was a copy of it yeah, yeah. and um they went over there and ran um a couple couple races neil bonnet won one i think dad might have i don't know if dad went but there was a couple you know three or four years there in a row where they there was some cup racers that would go over and race they were buying a bunch of cup cars and were having their own races right yep. um and that place was the oval ran for a long time several yeah. decades it's a bit of a ruin now it is and you you fly over it into the airport you can see it and it's pretty cool to look at seeing this thing, but yeah. it's surrounded by houses now as well. Oh, so no. you could never really bring no, it back. Never come the back. circuit, they still do a lot of drifting and stuff. And That's interesting. Drag racing, I think. But, but do you still see the configuration of yeah, the track? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. still there. Yeah. So yeah. it's just all, overgrown. And all the grandstands are there. They're all, oh, wow. All, the banking look, look, the track's still picture, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Thunderdome. Even a cool name for a track. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, cool. they had some good racing, and then they used to use like their lower series was road cars, and they'd go the other way because they're right-hand drive. You see, so yeah, they used to be, the pictures and highlights you see from it look crazy. Yeah. Where do you live in Australia? I live in Brisbane. Yeah, okay. so my team's based there, and most of, there's a couple in Brisbane, but most are based in Melbourne. Yeah. Where do you go to vacation in in Australia? New Zealand. New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, yeah. So I you go, go home. I, I go home as much as I can. Yeah. Okay, so when I went, we didn't go to New Zealand, right? Oh, so missed, we went to the Gold. Yeah. We went to the um, Gold Coast. We went to yeah. Hamilton Island, I think. Okay, yeah, I never so, been there. Yeah, we were all up and down the East Coast, Brisbane, yeah. um, and so if I'm going to New Zealand, where do I need to go? Queenstown. Queenstown's awesome. It's a cool place. Uh, Auckland's where I'm from, North Island. There's some cool things, but the views and the lifestyle at Queenstown is awesome Queenstown. place. Queenstown. Yeah. Oh, it's snowed under there at the moment, and it's ep- epic with the <laughs> lake. Yeah. I so would, yeah, yeah, their their seasons are upside down, like, or basically, <laughs> or are upside, are down. upside yeah. down. Yeah. 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 So yeah. when it's summer here, it's winter there. Yeah, come here, and it's hot now. Yeah. yeah. It's meant to be winter. Yeah. No, which <laughs> actually, so 
y'all when does say tell me when the season is again for supercar uh start of march to december yeah, yeah. so we run through the winter basically yeah. so yeah. basically mike if we wanted to go to a supercar race when our cup season ends like there's still one or two races yep what's the last couple races of the year uh it's gold coast end of october and then adelaide last week in november okay yeah and the adelaide race it's awesome okay man that would be insane to go to a supercar race. yeah i love those things yeah it's time time. it is time right so here's the deal adelaide might be my last one you got to come i love how a plan comes together so you'll (laughs) rent from dale and then in return (laughs) dale will go and uh we'll hang out and it will go to the supercar race and then we'll hang out in new zealand for a week Sounds good. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Love it, right? That's how that's how it'll work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, we got a um a little box race. We call it with our friends. We race all in the dirt. It's a week after Adelaide, so we come, love box races. Come and do both. Tell us more about yeah. that. <laughs> oh, it started at my thirtieth birthday. We wanted something cool to do, so all my mates we come up with a race that you got to build a car, and there yep. was no spending limit. It's got to be front wheel drive or rear wheel drive, and the car's got to stay there after. So you can spend what you want in these cars and it's a little dirt race and the first race was just mayhem and then the last couple we've done it's a full timing system three hour Cut race. A track in the field yeah we put up big hay bales and stuff and i made a big my car had big wings on it and had drs moving wings and everything <laughs> jesus and some of the guys have crazy cars these are just your friends or like other just people friends. compete in the series no no it's all just my just friends over there so the first one we had 45 cars or something and Golly. yeah the last couple we've had mid-20s but okay a three-hour race is so, only 10 running at the end so that <laughs> it's awesome right yeah. it sounds a little like the 24 hours of lemons race right that we <laughs> yeah. have pretty much yeah but you got to leave it there you can't you can't yeah so you can spend what you want but you got to leave the car there so i think wow. my car was 800 bucks my last one so not too bad but yeah some guys spend crazy money and doesn't go that well they get picked on do you paint it up do you, do you yeah yeah. Design? yeah my car's been all painted up like old race cars the last couple and well, sounds I amazing. To, it's been yeah. good fun <laughs> do you post all this on your social media yeah yeah in the past so yeah, we can go been. check that out yeah okay that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a week after Adelaide, I think, if you want to come. All right. Okay. Adelaide sounds good because yeah. then you stay for the race. <laughs> I'll, build, I'll build you a car. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. $800? <laughs> are you going to go put in, pour might, in all your money? It might be less. I don't want them, I don't want them to beat me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. What would anybody say if he came over there and won in his first race ever? What would they say? <laughs> be tough. The competition's tough. Yeah. yeah. I went over there and ran uh, – so when I guess in '06 they were they were a new Holden was coming out and they and Paul had built a new one for Russell in Ingle yep. and I had I he let me drive the last year's car for the whole day and I was with Owen and um, I put a video up on YouTube it's been on YouTube forever I think I've seen that the onboard at yeah. Queens, Queens and Raceway yeah. yes yeah I had a lot of fun mm. he was like man let me put some tires on it he's kept telling me all day long he's like don't put tires on it. put tires on it you'll run a good lap I'm like yeah. I don't want you to, I don't want to know what I'll run I don't want to know what I'll run <laughs> yeah. I was like I just want to ride around on this old wheel out stuff yeah what do you think of the cars um very uh very comfortable you know, and the tire was the tire. I could relate to the tire. The tire to me felt like a bias ply and old. Like if you're going to race a late model stock car or something at a short track here, yep, um, like a super late model or something like that, um, it felt like that is um, a lot of forgiveness, a lot of movement, sliding around, and la- you know, there's some lateral grip, but you could, you know, yep. it was an easy. You get to the limit pretty under- easy. Yeah, yeah. I understand the big big box as far as forgiveness. Yep. And um, balance wise, I mean, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. The tough part for me was the shifting because it was side. still the eight, it was still an H pattern. Oh yeah, it would have been back then. Yeah. yeah, and so it was on the wrong side or on the other side. And they were very narrow gates then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I had to be real careful, and there was a couple mistakes I made. I mm. thought for sure um, I'd blown it up, but yeah, there was one time I downshifted too early and then went in the wrong gear or something. It was a mess. But yeah, yeah those the first year I drove was H pattern, and it was difficult. But yeah, it was big skill marcus was the best at it he'd go from six to second on a down change and stuff like that <laughs> good heavens it was, yeah. it was awesome to watch those guys that was a proper skill when it was h pattern yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it was a challenge well man um i wish we could talk more i could sit here and talk to you forever just about the truck race I know. about <laughs> 10 or good heavens we're going to be watching I would, that i would i would love to sit down with you right after that and talk yes. about like what you thought it's about gonna all that. It's going to be difficult. I, I think there's to. only 20 minutes practice or something. Not one, a lot. One, one lap qualifying yeah. and then you're racing. So yeah. It's going to be tough. Mm. Ha, so when you're uh, you're doing, I imagine you're getting a little bit of sim work for that, right? 
I haven't done any yet for the truck, but hopefully tomorrow I think yeah. we'll, we'll do a little. Well, bit. listen, I know it's it's I know it's not a manufacturer sim, but if you can even get on iRacing or somebody's rig, I did that at home. Yeah, yeah. before I come over, well, yeah. that's helpful too. Yeah, because that track um, on iRacing is really close. Ah, cool. In my opinion, yep. grip and all, and so I think that would be helpful to you just to be able to just run anything right, get yep. all, get all you can. Have nice. fun. Don't set any. I'm, I know you're gonna. I know you're. A, a legend and driver and, and and successful and know all of these things but man don't put any pressure on yourself in the truck at least you know what you got to do in the cup car and know what you can do but with the truck man just learn have fun let the cool. you know watch watch some guys use each other up and <laughs> hopefully get through it learn how it works yeah mm. right yeah just Thank try you. to keep keep the fenders off the tires and keep it on the track that's all you can do Sounds easy, sounds, right? Yeah, sounds real easy. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be. Yeah. It's a that's a tough place, man. That's a tough place. But I'll be watching. Everybody be tuning in, wishing for the best. Thank you again. Thanks, thanks for, for coming. Yeah, thanks for carving out some time for us. You got a busy Thank week. You. Uh, you ought to be sitting in a simulator right now, and I'm glad you're not. I'm we're, glad you're with us. We're off there now. So. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank yes, you, sir. Shane. Thank you, Shane. Shane Van Gisbergen <laughs> on the Dale Junior Download. <laughs> Man, I'm really excited to have Ally help us bring the guest segment every week. It's one of my favorite parts of the download. We get to talk to so many different people in racing, outside of racing. But everybody that comes in here, I want them to have had a good time. I want them to want to come back. I want them to feel like an ally to Dirty Mo Media. Thank you, Ally, for your continued support of the download and the entire Dirty Mo Media team. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.